Greetings, I'm Mayor Melvin Carter, and I'm proud to serve St. Paul, the greatest city in the country and the place my family has called home for five generations. Our city is proud to commemorate Juneteenth each year on June 19th as the oldest known celebration of the end of African captivity in the United States. A bit of Juneteenth history. The Emancipation Proclamation issued by President Abraham Lincoln on September 22, 1862, announced that on the first day of January, 1863, all persons held as slaves with any state in rebellion against the United States shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. Despite this proclamation, it would take the Civil War and passage of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution to end the brutal institution of American slavery. After the Civil War ended in April 1865, most captives in Texas were still unaware of their freedom. That is, until Union troops arrived in Galveston, Texas. But it wasn't until June 19, 1865, almost two and a half years after the date President Lincoln declared emancipation, that slaves in Texas learned of their freedom. On this day, Major General Gordon Granger, commanding officer from the District of Texas, read an order which stated that the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. With this notice, the Reconstruction era in Texas began. Freed African-Americans observed Emancipation Day, as the holiday was first known, as early as 1866 in Galveston, Texas. Despite enduring unimaginable pain and trauma, the newly freed people of Texas found community and celebrated progress. And that's what we'll do too. Despite the hardships, despite our struggle for fairness and equity, we celebrate Juneteenth each year to rejoice, join together to heal, learn, and to teach. The story of emancipation is important to our history because even today, we are still dealing with long-term effects of decades of slavery and discrimination against African-Americans and all people of color. Just last month, on the second anniversary of his death, we commemorated George Floyd Remembrance Day in our city and reflected on the work we still need to do to dismantle the systemic racism that took his life and the lives of Dante Wright, Amir Locke, Philando Castile, and far too many others. In St. Paul, we're driving forward an unapologetic equity agenda that makes targeted investments in our underserved and overlooked communities because that is where so much of our unrealized potential lies. By tapping into our differences, lifting up our neighbors, and inviting everyone into conversations about the future of our community, we can truly build a city that works for all of us. Our diversity really is our strength. I'm proud to be the mayor of a city where all our residents appreciate the importance of knowing the past, to understand the present, to build a brighter future together. I'm proud we are a city where all cultures are embraced. It is the embracement of our differences that is the key to an equitable and just world. Happy Juneteenth, St. Paul. May your observance of this day be meaningful. See you soon. Then that's God shall have them that's not shall lose. So the Bible says.
Papa may have. But God bless the child that's got his own. That's got his own. Juneteenth makes me happy that slavery ended. Juneteenth means black people are free from slavery. We can do whatever we want to do. We are happy to go to any school we want to. We can have any kind of friends we want. Juneteenth means freedom. I can have friends that are brown and black, that all people are free, and that people can't use others to their advantage. You help people as much as you can, and you have equal rights. Juneteenth is a celebration where, we, where people's rights are equal. All people are free from slavery and that there's parties. What Juneteenth means to me is we're free and freedom from slavery and we can see nature and we get together and we see friends and family. That's God is is a strange and bitter cross. Northern streets, they have them this same fruit. Caps still on his knees, more bloods on their blues, Screaming in this summer breeze, screaming he can't breathe. Oh, stop this, please. Now some mothers nurse and sing their lullabies. Oh, they get to rock their babies. One of us dies. The scent of the summer blooms so sweet and fresh, and yet they still fetish for our brown pounds of flesh. So Takumba, it's so nice to be here in your studio. Yeah, wonderful, were... wonderful work all around me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, that's what keeps me going. You know, keeps me solid. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. I think one of the things that also grounds you and keeps you solid is your commitment to history. So I'm curious, oh, yeah. what what does Juneteenth mean to you? <laughs> Juneteenth means that I am not picking cotton right now because somebody <laughs> finally told me. After three years, <laughs> or three months, I mean, it was just a, a you know, uh, a Juneteenth, and it's a thing of uh, really finalizing that we're free. There were people that did not know they were free after the Emancipation Proclamation of Emancipation. That's bizarre, but that's how this country has always worked. If you don't know, oh, well, you got to still keep working for free. <laughs> right. You know, and uh, I have a a piece, a card that I did um, uh, that uh, uh, has uh, 
the it's a photograph from the slaves that were uh, in South Carolina. Right. And they're they're laying on the ground and posing. And someone they said, well, they're not working. I'm like, they heard they were free. They went and put their <laughs> Sunday go meeting clothes on, which mm -hmm. might just incorporate a white shirt and a vest and a bowler hat, and the women had clean dresses on, and they posed for their freedom. Right. Or poised and posed for their freedom. So Juneteenth is just a constant reminder. That's why I was happy that it became a, a holiday. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know it's a holiday. Right. <laughs> you know, but um, uh, it just gave me a little bit more fuel. Right. And there's still a lot of fuel that needs to be, you know, fed into this engine of freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, it just, you know, makes me proud that those are the shoulders and the backs and, you know, the platform that was uh, uh, kind of a level playing field. Oh yeah, Even well you talk so much about the ancestors and the importance oh, of the yeah. ancestors in the yeah. space. Yeah, my ancestors came from South Carolina, I think that's why. You know, but even, you know, no matter where we came from, if we look like this, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, there was a struggle. Right. You know, uh, but this was the American struggle, the African-Americans' American struggle, that, you know, allowing us to finally know and believe that, because a lot of people still didn't believe it, you know? Right. They, where, <laughs> where do you go after, you know, generations of slavery? Mm -hmm. um, but you could stand still. Right. And you could breathe the air. Right. And then you could feel the, 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 the loss and the gain all at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, talking about this, this challenge, this dichotomy of sometimes the good and the bad coming, to ba coming mm -hmm. together, there's an outstanding, uh, piece of your artwork, No Words. Can you tell us a little bit about the significance of No Words, especially a couple years removed now since the tragic death of That's, Mr. George Floyd? Mr. Floyd um, sacrifice, and whatever reason all of that happened brought light to a closed tunnel of, you know, um, depression, suppression, uh, racism, and but it was right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. But we've been so used to being tricked and bamboozled, right. you know. So you see this hand here? Mm -hmm. They're not there. Right. That hand right there? Right. That I told you is there? It's yeah. not there. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know, that kind of thing doesn't stop. And did you realize after Mr. Floyd was murdered, mm -hmm. another black man was murdered a few weeks later? Right. Another one a, a few days later. Another one, you know, shot somewhere. Like it was like they were before the protests got really bad, somebody turned a switch that told everybody, oh, now you can go do that. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking it was bad, right. police and you know, white supremacists thought, oh, oh, this, is this a call? Right. So there's been something out there, this unsettled kind of feeling of we're taking over somebody's space. Mm. We're taking over somebody's space or the space we took from the indigenous people that Mm. This whole country belongs to. Right. It's almost like people believing that we're going to do to them mm. what they did to us. Right. And that's not the way that we were ever raised. No. Culturally, you no. know. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or Muslim or whatever. Love is a thing. Family is a thing. So when I did that piece, I had PTSD. I had gotten <laughs> beat down in 68, 69, 72. Right. I mean, literally nobody thought I was going to get back up who mm. beat me down. But that was not going to happen. Right. I have a hard head. <laughs>
I have one of those John Lewis hats. That's good, though. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so I, uh, and I'm from Chicago and Evanston, Illinois. Right. And um, but I heard the stories of the South, and so somehow those were the ancestors I called on, not to save me, but almost to forgive them. Mm. I was like, I must be crazy. <laughs> but it was like, so they wouldn't do it again. Right. You know. Um, uh, they well, say, that's well, an aspect of love, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I learned it. Uh, you'd see it in um, Nelson Mandela. You see it in uh, uh, Rwanda. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to have a forgiveness. Uh, you know, uh, I, I call it a forgiveness policy, mm -hmm. where the two that have been fighting so long right. that the, the the feeding general said, "Hey, mm -hmm. we need to stop, or when neither one of us will exist." I have to tell people now: we need to stop. Because if we keep this up, we'll be battling and another country will just come and take us over. Mm -hmm. No problem. Mm -hmm. And somebody laughed and said, Canada? And I'm like, don't you ever think it wouldn't happen. Right. Because when there's weakness mm -hmm. and imbalance, someone right. has to come and bring order. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be the white supremacists. Right. Because, you know, they're going to keep battling us. And we, by the way, we'll be battling them. Right. But we're trying to do this in a way, some of us. Right. Uh, in a peaceful kind of manner, or at least uh, go get a green switch kind of matter. You know, you need to punish <laughs> yourself. You know, you need to stop this and think about what you're doing. Right. You know, and it's happening just you know now and recent. You mm -hmm. know, with uh, new shootings, new murders. You know, in Buffalo. You know, right? I, I I'm like, what Buffalo? Right. You know, but then you find out the person came from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do it in their own community. Right. That's interesting. Right. You know, uh, so no words is this painting that I did right over in my studio. Right. When I was suffering from this PTSD, I didn't really label it that. I was just like, my brother said, don't go outside. You're right. Gonna, I'm like, I'll be okay. He said, I'm not worried about it. You're going to hurt somebody. I'm like, I'm not going to hurt anybody. He said, do you even remember what you went through? Well, actually, I don't. Mm -hmm. That situation, Mr. Floyd being murdered seven feet away from where I do my metal enameling, my public art. Wow. I couldn't, it just, I, I, I stayed in here like if it was a cave. I turned off all the lights. Mm -hmm. All these kind of things just got me doing that painting. So this painting, mm. I could describe the painting more than what the painting does maybe because right. this is, uh, you know, I do these rhythm patterns of images and spirit writing in these clouds like thought bubbles. Mm. You know, and all these things, all of a sudden the ancestors kept creating these images. Right. And then this face created itself out of that. I had two little teeny eyes right. that I wanted to make realistic. Okay. And when I woke up, they were two huge eyes and a black woman in the face. And first it was like a black child, and then mm -hmm. the more I painted. Right. And instead of me doing it in color, right. because I'm colorblind, it was just easier to do in a black and white. Then I'm just quick, quick-handed. And the next thing I knew, I'm on one side of my studio, turning around seeing this person staring at me like, what just happened? <laughs> Almost like when I would do things, right. I come home and my mother just stare at me and I'd confess 10 things. <laughs> and she said, I just want you to wash your hands and, right. and set the table. But I'm like, which one is, did I get the one that she's thinking about? I know she's thinking about something, but she wouldn't say anything because mm -hmm. it was more effective. Right. Everybody will interpret that face differently. It was kind of calmly eerie. Right. And um, a force that is no words. Right. You know, I, I've never been able to put 
exact definition that I don't want to. Right. That's why it's called no words. words don't right. be asking me. <laughs> you know, but the person that purchased it mm -hmm. wrote uh, a statement underneath it, uh, uh, a donor statement mm -hmm. that dedicated it to George Floyd. The people should go to the walker and see it mm -hmm. and feel it for themselves. I've actually gone and sat down or been in the corner and watched people look at it and, and talk about it and I'm all cool about it and the guard says, oh, that's Takumba, he's the artist. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I always say that I'm sort of in a Mobius strip of time, mm -hmm. you know, and you pick up pieces as you go. So right. people are talking to each other as they go. People take pictures of it. People have sent me pictures on Facebook. Right. You know, and I don't know who they are, but they would just say thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wonder what they're thanking me about. But it doesn't matter as long as they said they felt something from it. Right, right, right. Well, when you were telling your story earlier, I was kind of thinking of the parable that Dr. King used um, about the driver flashing their lights. And then his brother says, I need to flash my lights back at him. And Dr. King tells him, we can't reciprocate in that way. We have to treat the other person with love and respect. So I so much appreciate how your art and your words and your spirit have mm. brought us together and convey that love to one another. Well, so thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome, mm -hmm. Bo. <laughs> <laughs>
walk through here without giving a shout out to Formula, the yes. architects that designed this. Yes. And 10 by 10, the landscape architects that we worked with on here. Right. But the real inspiration was your passion and your love. Oh, wow. I mean, that's why, that's what drew us all into this. Okay. I mean, in addition, this is sacred ground. Absolutely. This is I sacred agree. ground. This is, and it was real important. We looked at other sites, but it was real important to right. do it right here, where unfortunately, uh, Philando was killed. Right yeah. here at this spot. Yeah. And so this is a way to honor him by creating this walk with all of these Adinkra symbols. These Adinkra symbols are from the Akan people, primarily in, in Ghana. And it's a language. It's right. a visual language. Right, you know, I right. walk right by this one here, which is real important. Yeah. This yeah. is, there are several symbols for Sankofa. Okay. And Sankofa is a bird. And you can kind of see the bird there. And the Isn't bird... Isn't that black bird with the long beak? Exactly. Okay. It's a, black, it's a bird <laughs> that looks back. Yes. And so this is a symbol that tells us that we need to accept our past and look back in our past before we can walk to the future. And so that's yeah. why it was real key to do this on this walkway here. Correct. To, uh, as kind of an entry yeah. into yeah. this space here. And so we, we had talked about this as a pay, place, not just, uh, 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 not just a sacred space, but a space that would allow for reflection. Yes. As well. A place where you could sit and chill. Yeah. You know, but really sit and uh, and contemplate the future. Correct. But you know, at the same time, part of your part of the passion that we all tapped into was the love that folks showed in placing artwork here. Yes. You know, yes. I mean that was without permission. You, you didn't ask for yeah. it, but like that was this treasure chest, treasure chest of of love, yes. offerings of love, and uh, and sorrow. Yeah, you know, I that tell was people here. all yeah. the time that it was the community started this garden. Mm -hmm. In reality, they're really, the ones exactly. that came and started putting these pieces down. You know. Uh, symbolically honoring Philando. Absolutely. You know, so you're correct about all of that. Yeah, so I mean this is truly sacred space and so we struggled for a while to gain permission to do this on this particular site. Yes we did. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, we did. That's a whole story. Yeah that's a whole different story. <laughs> and it took years and, yeah. and once again that was part of your love and passion. Yeah. That persistence to yeah. get this spot. This symbol here is, is the highest of all the Adinkra symbols. This is Jinami. Yeah. That means accept God. E-X-C-E-P-T or A-C-C-E-P-T. -E yes. You know, both ways. Uh, but it's, you see this throughout Ghana this symbol over and over again, reminding us that there's no thing higher, higher. And, and to accept 
that powerful love into your heart. Exactly. And so, that, and so all of this really is this demonstration of love. I mean, yeah. this is your demonstration yeah. of love, really. <laughs> and, and so this is a real physical legacy. Yes. But at the same time, I mean, you were just talking about the scholarship. That's yes. another grand, great legacy. Yes. You know, yes. you and the thing that blows my mind, the thing that like hurts me the most is, is your communication with other mothers who have lost their sons yeah. and daughters and how you have become the queen mother in yeah. many ways, <laughs> you know, and, and among, among other folks who have lost their, their children. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's awful, but um, we do have the same loss and no loss is greater than the other loss. Yeah. And at some point we all have to get together collectively and fight for change. Mm -hmm. You know, that was my biggest uh, issue was, you know, correcting the wrong. Exactly. You, you confront it, you challenge it, and you correct it, mm -hmm. just like that. So that was my job, and to uh, have all these other families that were feeling the same pain I was feeling, yeah. it, it was nothing else that I could do but to embrace them and give them love and let them know that you know, your child didn't die in vain because we're working consistently to trying to change uh, all these issues that are happening in our community and around the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Now this space here it also contains all of these native plants. Yeah. All of these are native to Minnesota and the Minnesota environment here. So they'll thrive here at this particular point without mm. a lot of a maintenance. If you all come back in the summer, you'll see this cosmogram that we're going to add to, we're going to etch into the concrete surface here. This cosmogram that will have the birth line and the unfortunate death line of Philando. Yeah. So you'll be able to stand uh, on the day of his birth yes. and your shadow will be cast on, along that line across the center of this. Absolutely. Across the, uh, the center of this circle here. And also the, the sacredness of the circle we wanted to really include here. Say too, did you know that these steps represents the number of bullets that went into Philando's body? Wow. You know, the other thing about these steps is they point right to the position where his car was yes. when he was stopped. Yeah, Gotten everything, everything about of, this, yeah. this garden has a, a spiritual significant meaning. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so great about it. Absolutely. Because of all the meaning that it has and to have the uh, community be a part of all of this, mm -hmm. you know, because they started it. Yeah. See, that's the oh, whole yeah. thing. You the know, community right. started it. Yeah. So, uh, of course, a lot of the implementation uh, this goes a 360, you know, mm -hmm. it all comes back to feel. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just the greatest thing because <laughs> of the uniqueness. And he was unique as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. He was a unique individual, yeah. very, very spiritual, 
and uh, he never hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and he cared so deeply about others. Yeah, you know, and you should actually talk about two things. One is, like, how you named him. I've heard that before, but it's <laughs> something you should share with folks. And then uh, uh, the name of this space. Yeah. You know, what is the name of this space here? The Philando Castile Peace Garden. Peace Garden. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, you hear this mother's love here. <laughs> and yeah. it's not spiteful. Uh, it's not in anger, but it's all in love. Yeah. And how did you name it? Well, actually, um, I was told that I could not bear children. And uh, when I did become pregnant, I was in denial. So <laughs> the baby came and they were asking me, uh, what was his name? And I just sat there for a minute and I said, Lord, I don't even know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was Philando. I made, named him Philando Deval Castile. And the Deval means of Val. So he's oh. a part of me. So yeah, yeah. God gave me that name for him. And I can say for the past 32 years, I have never, ever heard of another child named Philando. Mm -hmm. So that was some uniqueness within itself. And he was such a, a peaceful person that uh, I couldn't see uh, this space being named anything other than the Philando Castile Peace Garden. I mean, the people came, you know, and, and that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, you know, people actually standing up mm -hmm. for you and uh, for what happened to him. It was egregious and, and it was selfish and uh, there was no accountability, but yet and still, you know, we all rallied and, and, and we mm -hmm. fought peacefully. So it is it's one thing to not be a part of something so great and to be a part of something so great. And, and I just want to thank the community for just being here for me and, and coming and showing their love for Philando. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. African-American history, music, and art cannot be separated from the transatlantic slave trade. In the grand African tradition of honoring our ancestors, I want to pour libation for Philando, who has now joined the great body of all of our ancestors before us. And so we honor him by pouring this liquid into the earth and pouring it here at the base of this service berry tree, this native plant in Minnesota, and through this grate that we created to be able to accept libation and the libation that comes from the sky all the time. And every time, I'm gonna do this pour three times and after each time, I'm going to say his name. And I want you all, as I say Ashe, after I say his name, to think about your ancestors and say the name of your ancestors. So I'm going to pour this and say Ashe. And Ashe 
uh, is a Yoruban word that means the power to make things happen. And it's almost like a prayer, the way you end a prayer. And so I pour libation for Philando. Ashe. I pour libation for Philando. Ashe. And I pour libation for Philando and his love for the future. He worked with children, loved children, and so this is to honor his love for the future. For Philando, Ashe. My name is Vashon, and I have two of the first letters of Mr. Phil's name, P-H. My name is Ace, and I am representing the third letter of Mr. Phil's name, I. My name is Olon, I represent L and A. My name is Riley, and I, I have N and D. N and D. My name is David, and I have the letter O and yeah. Look who you left behind. Look what you left behind. Your name. On the wind, so much love for the children, and in the hearts of those who will know your legacy left behind. We'll stand for you. We'll need. Love you and what.